Shabbos, Daf Mem Zayin, Chazara, two lines down, Omer Rabbi Zeira, Omer Rabbi Yassi, Omer Rabbi Yechonon, Omer Rabbi Chanina, Omer Rabbi Rumnos. Said Rabbi Rumnos, Li hit a Rabbi to taltel machto ba'afara. That Rabbi allowed me to move a machto, a, a, uh, a shovel, but it's, 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 uh, it's a kli in which they would burn uh, ashes. Um, and he allowed me to move it on Shabbos. We think for the time being what this means is that the afer is muksa. And he allowed me to move the machta together with the eifer. So Amalei Rabbi Zeira le Rabbi Asi. So Rabbi Zeira said to Rabbi Asi, "Miyama Rabbi Yechonon Hachi." Did Rabbi Yechonon really say this? Remember, Rabbi Yechonon, if he's listed in this in this uh, whole list here, and he didn't express that this contradicts any anything he holds, we would assume that Rabbi Yechonon. This goes along with Rabbi Yechonon's shita. But surely, what? And now, surely, we've learned in the Mishnah. Note that Adam Benoi Bahaevim Biyad. The person can take his son. Even though the son is holding a stone, which is obviously muksa, he's holding that in his hands. <coughs> oh, Kalkolo, a person can take a basket, even though there's a stone inside the basket. We're dealing with a basket which is full of fruit. Implying, time of the Isbal Peri, the only reason you're allowed to move the basket is because it's got fruit in there as well. Implying if there's no fruit in there, learn that you would not be able to move it. Because it would be a boss, we call a boss, only to something which is mox, then you would not be able to move it. So why would we allow you to move the machta with the afer? Surely the afer is moksa. If there's nothing else inside this machta, why are you allowed to move it? Now you may say that the afer is, is not moksa. Maybe you'd say, you know what? The reason why he was matter. He wasn't matter, let's say, the, the basket with the stone, is because the stone is muksa machmas gufoi, and uh, muksa machmas gufoi, even, even Rabbi Shimon holds off, and therefore it could be that Rabbi Yechonon holds like Rabbi Shimon, and that's why you can't move the basket, the basket with the, with the stone alone in it. But when you're talking about a machta with an afer, maybe the afer is not muksa to feed Rabbi Shimon, because the afer has got a use. You can use it to cover over roik, or to cover over tzayah, so Rashi adds, that's how the, the Marashah explains the Rashi. So Rashi adds, but no, Rabbi Yechonon holds like Rabbi Yehuda. We know that from Sugyas earlier. We know that Rabbi Yechonon holds like Rabbi Yehuda. And therefore, even with the Afer, it is most definitely would be Mukta, um, according to Rabbi Yehuda, and therefore it should be exactly the same as the, the, the Mahta with the Afer should be exactly the same as the Kalkola with the Evan. So what's going on? Toast was asked the question, why do you have to bring Rabbi Yechonon into this? Just ask, it's, it's, can I get a Mishnah? We've got a Mishnah, Daf Kufman base, which says, if you've got money lying on top of a pillow, you're not allowed to pick up the pillow with the money. You have to first shake off the money. So if you've got an Evan on the opening of a Chavis, same thing, you've got to shake off the Evan if you want to take the Chavis. So why don't we just start from there? You can see before us, you can't just move it together with the money or together with the Evan. So how would he allowed to move the Machta with the Ether? So Tosus answers that it's different over there. Because with the money on the, on the pillow, I could say the money is Dova Choshev, and therefore it's not bottled to the pillow. So to the Evan on the Chovis, I could say the Evan is serving the Chovis. Serving is like a bottle stopper. Therefore it's not bottled to the Chovis. But when you've got Efer on the Machta, uh, when you've got, yeah, Efer on, on, on the Machta, I could have said, you know what? The Efer on the Machta, it's bottled to the Machta. And that's why you're able to move the machto. Because remember, the way bosses works is that the machto is supposed to become bottle to the afer. If it becomes bottle to the afer, then you can't even move the machto. But I could say, you know what? The afer is so insignificant 
But on the contrary, the Eva becomes bottled to the Machta. That's why I can't ask from those cases. That's why we have to ask from the case of the basket and the Evan. The Evan has got no value. And it's not serving any purpose in the, in the basket. And the fact that we say you can't move it, it must be not because of the, because of the Chashivas. It shows you that even if the Eva stroke Evan is not a Dabba Choshev, it doesn't matter. If the Kli underneath it is carrying it, the Kli becomes bottled to the Evan or becomes bottled to the Eifer, it loses its shape Kli and you will not be able to move the Kli as well. That's the Gemara's question. So what's going on over here? So, He kept silence for, for uh, literally an hour, he kept silent for, for a while. Rabbi Yassi kept quiet when he was asked this question. And then he responded. But Omar then he said, Here as well, it's not just a machta with afer. There's also some uh, little bits of of of, um, of frankincense in it. In other words, because this machta was used to burn up frankincense, and you've got afer inside there, but there's still a little bit of frankincense, which obviously is not muksa. So it's exactly the same as the as the basket with the evan and the peiros, and that's why you're able to move it. So Omar Abai, so Abai said, I don't understand. Surely that doesn't help. A few little bits of, of frankincense in the house of Rebbe. Has that got any chashivas? It says, Rebbe, Rebbe was the one who was muttered for me to be metal to the machto ba'afara. The chi temo, if you're going to say, well, chodzul aniyim, but they, they, they're roi fa'aniyim. So therefore that's why they're not, they're not, they're, they're, they are chashiv, because fa'aniyim is chashiv. But that's not true. Because about Tanya, surely we've learned in a brisa, big day aniyim la aniyim. When talking about Tumas Medrash, Tumas Medrash is things which uh, people used to sit on or to lie on, things like that. It gets a certain, it's a very, very high level of Tumas from a Zov or a Zovo, people like that. So we say clothes which are roi for aniyim. In other words, a little piece of cloth, which is minimum three by three X boys. But it's no, got no use, because it can be used as a patch, but for Ashinim it's got no use. Rashi is mechadish something else here, that it could be that it's not because of it, it's not even three by three, it's boys. Um, it's got a very thick, it's got a very thick um, thread. So apparently that also is only things which Aniyam would use, not Ashir. They speak about where Rashi gets that from. But big the Aniyam la Aniyam, if it belongs to an Oni, then it's Mechabal Tomas Medras. Big the Ashirim la Ashirim. If you've got bigger things which are three by three Tfokhim, Bigger pieces of cloth, those will then be makabal to mas medras, even if they belong to ashirim. ashirim But if you've got these small pieces of cloth, which are three by three at spoils, which are in the house of an ashir, they're not makabal to mas medras at all. We don't say yeah, but they would have a use for an oni. Doesn't matter. If they're in the house of an ashir, they're not makabal to mas medras. As Tosu says, when it comes to other tumas, avada they are makabal to It's got nothing to do with size there. I mean, it's got no, nothing to do with whether it's Oni or Oshe size. It's only with Tomas Medrus where, where we make this distinction. What do you see from this? You see from this that we, if it's in the house of an Oshe for Tomas Medrus, we don't say, yeah, but an, Oshe, uh, but an Oni could use it. It doesn't make a difference. You chuck it in the bin, it's gone. So do we assume with Moksa. These bits of current, these bits of Levona, would Rebbe be machshed them in any way? No. So I, but an Oni would be machshed them. So what? They're in the house of Rebbe right now. Now the, the, the Rishonim learned from this that something which is muksa for the Balabais, in this case, let's say he was an Oshir, it would be muksa for everyone. 
The only question is, does that apply to no matter why it's muksa for the balabais, or only in certain instances? What I mean to say is that this. Tosus we had on, we discussed it in Tosus on Memvov on the base, um, that Lefi Tosus is actually a Tosus which comes later on, but Tosus Tosam on Memvov, they hold anything where Be'etzem has got a use for the balabais. It's so not sure that it's useless. It's just because of some Isur, for example, if it's Truma. So it belongs, still belongs to him. He's got Teva Sanal to give it to whatever coin he wants. The only reason it's got no use to, for him is because he's, he's not a coin. But in terms of value, it's still got value. So in such a case, says Tosfus, not only is it not Muksa for the coin, it's not Muksa for the Balabais either. It's not Muksa for the Balabais either. That's a Mufurusha Gemara later on. On Kuf Chafzayin, on the base. Um, so that... Um, yes, it's a Mafurusha Gemara. So it says Tosfus by the same token, that's Pshat and the Gemara on the base, then if an Isha makes a, makes a, a, a Nader not to eat certain food, it doesn't mean just because she can't eat it, it becomes Muksa for anyone else. And not only does it not become Muksa for other people, since it's got a use for other people, even she is allowed to move it. And that's why Tosfus had to look for, for ways around. Why, what, what did the Gemara mean there that it was Muksa? Um... So rather, when we talk about here, the son which is muksa for the balabais is muksa for everyone, that means when it is, when it's got no use for the balabais, like here, because it's useless, it's got no value, then we say if it's muksa for the balabais, it's if you thrown into the rubbish dump and it's muksa for everyone. And that's actually the way we passed it. It's just worth noting that there is the shit of the Ran, the Ran and the Ramban, they disagree, I think the Rashford goes like Tosfus, but the Ran and the Ramban, they both hold that no. It makes no difference why the thing is muksa, whether it's because of Issa, whether it's because of because it's useless. If it's muksa for the balabais, it's muksa for everyone. Nu, what do they do with the with the Gemara about Turuma? So for that, I think it's the Rosh Yosef, I think it's the Rosh Yosef, who says what you'd have to say is that it's different over there. Because there, it's right from the start, it's for the Kohen. So therefore, why should it become muksa? Why should it become Muxa? because it's in the Balabais' house. It's right from the start. Its purpose is for the Kohen. Therefore, since the Kohen can move it, it's not Muxa, even for the Balabais. In fact, it's, it, it, it's not the, um, the, uh, the Prima Godam I just remembered now. It's the, it's the, um, the Shara Melech um, who, gives the, who, who gives that answer. By the same token, the Shara Melech answers another question with, with this according to the run, because there's, we have in, in Sukkot, it talks about whether a lady can move a lulav. Assuming she doesn't have any mitzvah to take lulav. And we say she can. Why? Because since it's got to use for men. So what does the, what would the, what would the uh, Ram do with that? He says once again the same Yisoyed. Since right from the very start, it's made, so to speak, a lulav is, as it were, made for men. So therefore it doesn't become muksa. It doesn't become muksa because that's what it's, so to speak, made for. Now, Sheikh Manessi, you're taking, talking about this food. The woman wants the food for herself. So if she makes a nader on it, she knows she can still be Martin nader. So why is she going to... It's not, it doesn't automatically say, oh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll give it to somebody else. Yeah? Therefore, if it's muksa from her mind, it's muksa from everyone, even though it's only because of Issa. That's the shit of the run. The Shah Melech has actually got a very interesting shayla there, where he's talking about a, a, a man, who, uh, an individual, who's, who's makpit, that he won't have uh, on, on, um, on Yom Tov, he won't use uh, um, a pipe isn't for smoking. So the question is, can he give it to somebody else? In other words, somebody else could use it. Somebody who's not marked on it. So would he be able, is, it, is he allowed to give it to them? 
So it's quite a long piece of Shah Melech. He brings from, from Merama, um, I can't remember who it was. Um, he brings from somebody who wants to say that it's based on the Gemara in, in Sukkah. He wants to say that it's not Muksa. But, uh, but, but Emes, there's, there's what to speak about in that case. For example, the, I think it was the son-in-law of Rebbe Kiva Eger, that um, he's Ma'ira, number one, arguably it's a problem of Lifne Yiveh. Forget the Muksa aspect. Surely it's, if you hold that you're not allowed to do it, surely it's Lifne Yiveh. So we spoke about, is it Lifniyeveh because the other person is actually relying on Ipsak, you're being Machmeh, or you're following the Oisrim, the does that mean I hold Bashiti, he's got nothing to rely upon? No, that's, that's one point to think about. But on top of that, the Shara Melech, the Shara Melech said that um, he doesn't think it's a Raya from the, from the Gemara in, in, uh, in Sukkah, um, yeah, with the, with the, um, with the Esrug. A lot depends on whether it's Pshat, that a woman has got no use whatsoever. Dahainu, can she take the Lulav? Is it a problem of Baal Tosif, or is it not? He, he speaks about that. As it happens with the pipe, he finds a completely different header. And he wants to say that even after bringing, he, he, he brings this Machlokas, Tosifus, and Ran, but he says the truth is you could always say it's different in the case of the pipe. Because the pipe is something, it doesn't stare me, it doesn't bother me if somebody else, use, if somebody else, is, if somebody else borrows the pipe. So therefore, just because I've chosen not to use it on Yom Tov, doesn't mean somebody else can't use it. It doesn't stare me in any way. Therefore, it doesn't necessarily mean because I make it muksa that it should become muksa for, for um, that it's not usable for other people, that I wouldn't be happy for other people to use it. It's not set out on my mind with regard to other people using it. So therefore, it could be, it's completely different. There's a start heter over and above all this, uh, this, uh, this discussion over here. And as I said, we paskin, we paskin is brought down Achronim say like Tosfus that it's only where it's useless for the for the um, Balabais, then it is um, it's muksa for everyone. That means even for Aniyim. But something which is not muksa for the Balabais, let's say the Balabais is an Oni, um, then it's even for Ashirim, even for people who ordinarily would have no use, it's not muksa for them either. And the the um, the Morgan Avron, the Taz, and others, they all say that means only for. They say, sorry, they say, in the case of an Oshir, so for him it's Moksa, it's Moksa for anyone. For all Aniyim, whether they live in his house, whether they don't live in his house, it's Moksa for everyone. However, when it's the other way around, when we said that it belongs to an Oni, so even an, even an Oshir can move it, the Ta says that means only Ashirim who are living in his house, and a Nigra Acha the Oni. But Ashirim who are outside of the house of the Oni, Taka, it's Moksa, it's Moksa for them. Um, we spoke about one or two interesting shaylas. For example, let's say I'm Makpid. I'm Makpid not to read newspapers on Shabbos. So, um, does that mean, well, number one, if, if I'm the owner, if I'm the owner, does that mean it's moksa for me, it's moksa for others? How do, how do we view it? So we said like this. We're talking about moksa machmas isa, really. It's really going to be moksa machmas isa. The shaylas, whether it then becomes sort of no use on, on uh, Shabbos. But it's very much like the, that pipe, the pipes that we, that we, uh, that the Shara Melech was talking about. It doesn't stare me if somebody else wants to read it. It should be very, very much the same as that. Um, therefore, it would seem definitely for other people to move it, definitely shouldn't be a problem. I haven't said it out of my mind with regards to other people. Could I give it to him? That probably centers around the Shara Melech. A lot would depend on whether Bashit I hold is absolutely forbidden to read newspapers, or is it I'm being Machmel mach myself? It may depend on that. Um, but as I said, other than that, it may centre around the, the, uh, the Shara Melech. 
there are places in the hold that Taka you cannot you cannot uh, move newspapers and these these sort of things on on Shabbos. In other words, if, you, if you're makpid not to read them, especially Bashita, you cannot move them at all. The place can even talk about something where um, you've got to say a book which no one should be reading. <laughs> Forget Shabbos, it's, it's what we call Sefer Cheshek, uh, it's inappropriate material. So somebody who is, sort of ignores the Isser, is, would such a book be Muxa for him? Rishlam Zalman takes on possibly not, he shouldn't be reading it, but Mizad Muxa um, possibly would not be Muxa, but whereas Ramosha Feinstein takes on it most definitely is Muxa. Um, just take one, one, one or two sort of clear examples. So that's a, is a little sort of there's there's more to debate there. But one or two very clear examples would be what happens if let's say kidneys kidneys on um, on Yom Tov, on Pesach in other words. So for an Ashkenazi is it is it muksa? So we say no. The Kafachaim says not. The Pan Rebbe says not because again we're talking about machmas Issa. The reason why I don't eat it is because of so to speak an Issa. It's not even an Issa. It's Minag so to speak um, and. So maximum you'd call it Issa, but for other people it's got a, it's perfectly usable. So in which case it's not even a Shaila if you taste first, even I as an Ashkenazi can move it. But it, it, the truth is it's, it's even less than Issa. It's, um, it's uh, because of Minag and Khumra. Um, food on Yom Kippur. So food on Yom Kippur, Pashtus is, is that it's, it's not Moksa. In fact, it's pretty Mufurush. The reason being because uh, it's got a use for Katanim, I suppose, Khaylim as well. But um has already sort of asked on Rabbi Kivega seems to say in Teshuvas, he apparently seems to say that it's it's he's mashma that it would be Moksa for a god on Yom Kippur, and they ask on it why where where, where does he get that from? Just one very interesting point is Rabbi Yashiv is quoted as saying that uh, let's say if you're in a place where there are no katanim, he says you're living in a place where there are he's talking about on an army base or something like that, so there's absolutely no one there who's got any use for that food on Yom Kippur. Then in Mataka, it would be muksa for uh, it would be muksa for, for all of them. Very much, I suppose, like the, the case of the food on involvement base, where the ishal makes it also for everyone. It's got no use for anyone. In Taka, it would become it would be muksa. I assume that's where it comes from. It's very similar to that case on involvement base. Um, let's move on in the Gemara now. Um, so Ella Omar Abai, so rather Abai, he attempted to answer the question. How can you move this mark over the Efer? He says, Midi It's similar to Klicheres uh, of, of uh, a potty of, uh, of excrement, which a person is allowed to move because it's unpleasant, so you're allowed to move it. So the Gemara asks, Omar Rova Rova says, I've got two questions on that. Chaudanama is repulsive, but Haibe Mois, a bit of Efer is not, is not repulsive. But even furthermore, Grafshare number two, Grafshare Migali is left, is uncovered. Whereas this machto, it's covered up. So there wouldn't be any heta. And Omar Rava rather said, Rabbi, you know what the pshat is? He says the following, When we were in the house of Rav Nachman, we used to move a kinuna, which is also some type of machto, where they burn, um, they burn things for, to, to, give, to give out, Rashi uh, um, says they, they, they burn bits of wood in order to give out heat. They bring it in front of Sorin. It's a clean Nechoshes. And he says, we used to move it, Agav Kitzmor, with the ashes. The Av Agav even though there are bits of broken wood on it. What this means to say is, the Efer, on the contrary, the Efer is not Muksa. Do you know why the Efer is not Muksa? The reason is because it's got a use. It was burnt before Shabbos. It's not Noyad. We're now saying it was burnt before Shabbos. 
as opposed to possibly in the Havamina, the, the way the way the Rosh Hashanah explains explains Tosfos that in the Havamina at least it was burnt on on Shabbos and therefore it was no nuts. He learns Rashi differently why in the Havamina we thought even if it was burnt on Erev Shabbos it's still Muktzah. Al Kolponim now we're saying it was burnt before Shabbos. This Afer therefore has got a use. It's not Nolad. You can use it to cover over Roik and so on and things like that. Therefore, on the contrary, the reason why I'm able to move th- this Kinrola is because of the Afer. Because it's got a Dovah Hamota on it. Even though it's also got Shivra Eitzim. The Shivra Eitzim being something which is Muksa. So it's a Bosis Ladova, also Ladova Hamota when Shabbos comes in. And you're able to move it because it's got a Dovah Hamota on it, i.e. the ashes. Now, from Tosfos, Tosfos says, Mufurish, that the Kinuna is, that's the Machto. So that's Peshatta's word, and what we said earlier, the Rebbe was muttered them to move the Machto Bafara. What it means to say is, it's a Kinuna, with the Eifah, and had Shibra Eitzim on it. Same thing, it's exactly, that's, that's Peshatta over here as well. That's the way Tosfos learns it. Um, Tosfos then asks, but you know what, before, before we see what, what Tosfos asks, the problem is, if you look at the Rambam, the Rambam seems to say, the reason why you're able to move it is because it's a graf shal rei. And the question is, what is going on it? I thought we already rejected that answer. So the, the Magad Mishnah speaks about it, the Megadal O speaks about it, and it seems the most, so to speak, plausible answer is that this kinunah is not the same as the Maktok. This kinunah is not completely covered up. And therefore, it can qualify as a graf shal rei. It's a different type of kli. It's not the same as the Maktok. This is what the, what the uh, Magid Mishnah writes. He, I mean, even then, he's not really happy with it. He says maybe, maybe it's uh, the... the, the uh, maybe the, the Gersh should be slightly different in, in, uh, in the Rambam there. But um, that's the way they explain it. The that the Kinuna is not the same as the Machto. It's not the same as the Machto. We spoke about another possible Peshat, possible Peshat, but the... Maybe the Ikha Alei Shivrei Eitzim, the Shivrei Eitzim, are on top of the, so to speak, the Machta. And that's why it, 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 it can be seen. But would the Shivra Eitzim be Graf Shalrei? No. Anyway, you're going to have that problem. What exactly is the Graf Shalrei here? The Eifer? The, 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 the Shivra Eitzim? Why would Shivra Eitzim be, be a Graf Shalrei? It's not, it's not absolutely clear what um, Shat and the Ram is that. But coming back to Tosfus, Tosfus says, it's Mashma now. What we said is the Machta you can move, even though it's got Shivra Eitzim on there, because it's got Eifer there. Because it's got the Eifer there. Implying that if you didn't have the Eifer there, you wouldn't be able to move it. Brektos with Akasha, they don't understand. But there's a Gemara in Beitzah, the Gemara says in Beitzah, that you're not allowed to invite a Goy for a meal on Shabbos. The reason being because when, when, when you're finished, so the cups, which, which uh, any cup which a Goy is being drinking from, whatever's in there, Shire Kosos, it's got no use to you, and you can't move. We're worried you'll come to move the, you'll come to move the, uh, the Kalim. It's called Mishum Shire Kosos. So the Gemara says, what's the problem? So the stuff inside the cup is muksa. Move the whole lot because of the cup itself. Now, where do we get such an idea from? Oh, I'll tell you where we get the idea from. We bring this thing of Rav Nachman. What's the thing of Rav Nachman? That we used to move the Kinunag of the Kitmor, even though the Shivra ate him on there. So it's Tosfus. What do you mean? But over here, it's only because it's Aphid together with it. Masha'ikin over there, the Shiure Kosis, there's nothing there. So... Yeah, the only reason you're able to move this is because you've got the the uh, the the the, uh, the afer together with it. If you didn't have the afer and achalami, you wouldn't be able to move it. Even if you want to see the shiver eitzim are, are so insignificant. So what's what's pshat in the gemara over there? So Tosfos answers says the re answers 
that the Shiuri Kosos are so not Choshev, they're so not Choshev, we think you should be able to move them equally to the Shivraitim, which are more Choshev, but when you've got the Eifer there. In other words, yeah, when you're weighing up Shiuri Kosos against Shivraitim and Ochanami, the Shivraitim is far more Choshev. But we say the minute you add the Eifer into it, the Eifer makes the Shivra Eitim that bit less Choshev, so much so that you can now move it. So we want to say, well, the Shiri Kosis is so not Choshev, it's equal to the Shivra Eitim once it's been diluted down by the Eifer, so you should also be able to move it. That's the way Tosfus, that's the way Tosfus explains it. Um, continuing with, I suppose, so to speak, continuing with this, this uh, sort of theme, Tosfus then says, that the Shivri Eitzim are more Choshev than the stone inside that basket. Because otherwise, there's no Chiddush in this. We've already said you can move the stone in the basket only if you've got Pyrrhus there. If you don't have Pyrrhus, you can't move it. So in which case, isn't it obvious here? You can move the Kinuna with the Shivri Eitzim if there's for there. And if there's no for there, you can't. So Tosis, you have to say that the Chiddush is... With the Evan Shabakal Kodah, I can say, look, if I've got fruit there, because the Evan is not that significant anyway, it becomes bottle, it becomes bottle to the fruit. And you can move the Kli because of that. But when you're talking about Shivaratim, Shivaratim apparently is more Khosh of that, you, you still got use to them, you're going to burn them up to use it to, heat, to give heat. So therefore, maybe they wouldn't become bottle to the Efer, Kamash Malon, that they do. If you've got the Efer there, you're allowed to move the whole lot. This is the way Tosfus follows through. The Rambana ever comes along, and he, answering all these questions of Tosfus, he just says very simple. Do you know what? The Eifer we have not retracted. The Eifer is Moksa. And what we're saying is, the Eifer is Moksa, and the Shivra Eitzim is Moksa. That's the Chiddush. Even though you don't, not only do you have Eifer there, you also have Shivra Eitzim. You're not allowed to move it. You, sorry, you are allowed to move it. Why? Because it's like the Shira Kosis. And that's the Peshat and the Gemara in Beitzel. The Gemara says, you can't move, you can't invite a God because you're worried about the Shira Kosis. Fret the Gemara, but what about this? You're moving a, a, a kinuna, even though it's got efet, which is muksa. Shivra etim, which is muksa. So why are you allowed to move it? The answer is because the makta does not become bottle to things which are so insignificant. You wouldn't be mavatel your kli for that. To the shiure kosis. Um, sorry, to the, to the efet and the shivra etim. And who are in there for the gemara? To the shiure kosis. That's the gemara's question over there. And therefore it makes perfect sense the gemara beitzah. And that's why it's got absolutely nothing to do with the, with the Mishnah, with the, the Kalkola and the Evan, because there the only reason you're able to move it is Taka, because you've got Perus in there. Here, you, the Chiddush is you've got nothing which is, which is uh, of Heta, and still you're allowed to move it. Why? Because it's Azabi Shiri Kosis, because it's not, it's, you wouldn't be, wouldn't be it to that. And that, I think, is where the Chayodon, by the way, comes from, the Chayodon, which we have quoted, who says that, let's say, a table, a table, if you've got a table and it's got a few pennies on there, it doesn't become a bosses to that because no one would be mavatal a table to a few pennies. And that's obviously that's its purpose. But uh, assuming it's not its purpose, you wouldn't be mavatal it to that. So the Gemara now asks, back into the Gemara, but we, by the way, we do not take on like the Ramban. That's just the way the Ramban learns it, but we're learning, most of Roshanim learn it, not like the Ramban. So I know this is a case of a bosses, Ladova Amuta, Ladova Oso, and therefore the Chiddush is, even though it's got Dova Oso in it, you're allowed to move it because it doesn't become bottle to the Dova Oso because you've also got the Dova Amuta there. So the Gemara then asks the Kasha, Meisve. But we've learned, Veshavin, they both agree, both Rabbi Shimon and Rabbi Yehuda, who argue about a Ne'er Yashon, they both agree <coughs> That if it's got bits of, of broken, uh, broken wick, 
you can't move it. Now, even though you've got wick, which is muksa, you've got shem in there, it's not been lit on Shabbos. So the bits of broken wick are muksa. The shemen is not muksa. That should be exactly the same. And we say you can't move it. So Omar Abaye, said Abaye, it's different over there. The Glidal Shonu, that's talking about in Godil. Now Rashi learns the waters that in Godil, the, the Shivrei Psila are very, very Choshev. Because they don't have much in the way of Begodim Shal Pishtan. And therefore, it's out that the Shemen isn't strong enough to be able to stop the Kli becoming bottled to the Shivrei Psila. However, Tosus brings rise that that's not that. That, you, that they had plenty of, of pished on there, rather it's the other way around. It's because they had so much oil, therefore the oil is considered insignificant. Al-Kopanim, what we see from all of this is, one thing we see from all of this is the following. Um, that when you've got two things on a kli, we look at which one is more valuable. Because we're saying in God, since the Shemin is so not valuable, Therefore, the Shibre Pesila or the Ika and the Kli becomes a bosses. So we see we have to look at which one is more valuable. Now, what happens if they're equally valuable? So as it happens, we've seen, so we've talked about how, how Tosh learns the Sugya, how Rashi learns the Sugya, how the Ramban learns the Sugya, the Hanu the Ramban learns that the Efe is Muksa, because it was actually, I didn't actually spell this out. He learns from the Efe, which was burnt on Shabbos, therefore it's Noilad. Um, we've had the Rambam, the Ravid says he doesn't understand what that's like everyone else says, doesn't understand what the Rambam means. And the Raiva learns, we're talking about, you've got ashes, some of which have been burnt before Shabbos, and some of which have been burnt on Shabbos. Says Rosh Yosef, it sounds like from that, that it's like 50-50. There's no difference in value between the Muks and the, the, the Sheinah Muksa, because they're both ashes. So he says, it sounds like from that, and you're allowed to move it. it sounds like when they're equal, it does not become a bosses to the extent that it would be uh, also to move. However, la halacha, la halacha, we don't seem to take on like that. The Mishra Burra brings down from the Achronim, not like that. And it's got to be that the Dovah Hamotah is more valuable than the Dovah Hamotah. So that's the way the Mishra Burra passes. Just to clarify la halacha, therefore, um, if when Shabbos comes in, you've got something which is a boss, la Dovah Hamotah, you've left something on there on purpose, which is Dovah Hamotah, if that Kli now becomes a boss, the Kli underneath it becomes a boss, the whole of Shabbos says nothing you can do about it, it becomes a boss. Um, if it has on it a Dova Hamutta as well, when Shabbos comes in, during Bein Hashemoshes, then the way we, the, the post can say is, when it comes to Dova Hamutta, it's even if you left the Dova Hamutta on there by mistake, it still saves the Kli, and assuming the Dova Hamutta is more valuable, when we say more valuable, it means for Shabbos purposes, it's more valuable, um, you would be allowed to move, you would be allowed to move the, uh, you'd be allowed to move the Kli. Um, for example, let's talk about an example, is let's say you've got your Shabbos candles, so you want to be able to take them off the table on, on a Shabbos. But as we've just learned at the top of Memzayin and Madalik, we learned that everything became a bosses. When Shabbos came in, it was a bosses to the Shalhebas. So what do you do? So some say, no problem. You put on the tray, you put some challah. The problem is that it seems in that case, many say, and it seems the way, we, the, way, the, way the, the way the Morgan Avram explains it is, there's no way in the world that you can say that the tray does not become bottle to the Shalhebis. It was made for the candlesticks. The fact, you can't kid yourself when you put some bread on there. It wasn't made for the bread. So of course it's going to become bottle to the, to the, um, to the, uh, to the candles. So therefore we said an eta would be to not use the tray or put something else underneath the tray, uh, I don't know, a board and put some chala on that. 
then there's no doubt about it. It will become boss to the dava, mutter the dava, osur, and you would be allowed to then move it. As it happens, the way we the way we seem to pass him, you'd be allowed to move it. Just be careful; you don't put out a sort of sick ratio. But uh, you'd be able to move it even when they are alight, as long as the boss to the dava, mutter the dava, osur, you'd be able to move it. Um, the, based on what we spoke about in the end of last year, that according to Rashi, Rambam, and one or two other Rishonim. It could be, it could be when it's burning bright and strong, there's, uh, be an isog of, uh, Um, but lemaisa, alokha lemaisa, we don't seem to take on like that, and therefore it would be mutter even when they are alight. Um, if you did not put anything on the trays, I mean, when I say tray or the, the, um, um, if, yeah, if you didn't put any bread or anything on, on the schalab or whatever, when Shabbos came in, it would not help to put it on there on Shabbos. On the other hand, if you have something which only, so to speak, we'll call it a bosses, became a bosses on Shabbos. In other words, on Shabbos, somebody put something which is muktzah on the table, um, then you can either basically shake that thing off. That's that, that, that's one sort of thing. Uh, you know, kalafi have something, get it off, and then you'll be able to move the table. The table does not become bosses for the whole of Shabbos because in muktzah Shabbos. Or if you can't do that for whatever reason, you can't do that, then you can put something on there which is uh, which is not muktzah. Right? And again, it's more valuable, and then it becomes the equivalent of, so to speak, a boss of the Dava Asa, and you would be able to move it. As a general rule, when we're talking about bosses Asa, which we said you're allowed to move, based on the Teshuvah of the Rosh, that is only where, for whatever reason it may be, you can't get rid of the Dava Asa before you move it. Even though it's Mutz to move it, the Chatzchid, you should get rid of it. So that means, for example, because if I get rid of it, I have to tip off everything, Let's say in the case of the, the ashes and the, um, the ashes and the bits of Shiva Eitzim. So all I want is the ashes. The problem is fine, you tip it off. How are you going to get the ashes back on there? You're not going to be able to do it. Because you're going to just end up bringing back Shiva Eitzim with it. So therefore, in such a case, or because of value, you know, even if shaking it off, because maybe it'll get damaged, you're not mechayif to start doing it. Right? In any case whatsoever, you're not mechayif to do it. But if there's no issue of value there, or let's say the only thing I really need is the makta, I don't need the ashes, don't need the shivaratim, then you should first shake off the everything, or the, at least the dovah also, and then, then move it. If you're able to do that, you should always be doing that. Um, any ashes which were burnt on Shabbos, for shteitzach, it's neilat, and that is obviously would be moksa. Um, so to water, the Chayotan talks about water which strips from trees in the in Nisan, the season of Nisan, is a problem of Noilat. Um, a practical thing would be with, um, we talked about with air conditioners, the person can say any water that drips out there is Noilat. So therefore, if a person, going back to what we spoke about with leaks, um, whereas when you have a leak in the roof or a leak from a, from a radiator, as long as the water has, is usable on Shabbos, then you can just put a clear under there, there's no problem, bits of Klimeichono under a under a, an air conditioner, you have more of a problem because the water is no light. Even if it's perf- perfectly drinkable, it wouldn't help you. It's still no light. So therefore, you'd have to use some other eater which we talked about, which is to put something inside the bucket before you put it there. Or we talked about a possible eater if the bucket is miyuchod for that purpose. You bought a bucket especially for leaks of the, let's say, uh, um, uh, air conditioner, that, um, yeah, air conditioning unit. It could be that would be an, uh, another hetter. Um, when it comes to rain, rain is definitely not not no lads. Snow, um, Rosh Feinstein takes on it's it's uh, it's uh, no lad, but others take on it's not. Rosh Hashanah says if you've got on the window because of condensation, that is also there's no issue to move that, move that water. It's not a davar choshev. It's bottled to the window and it's not even called tiltal. Um, so 
there's no problem to, uh, I suppose, to move the, well, definitely not to move the window or the kli, um, their bottle to the window. It's not called tilter at all. Um, and it's not, it's, in other words, no problem whatsoever. Moving into the next sugya, we're up to Levi Baal Shmuel, about 10 lines or so from the bottom of the page. The line begins with Levi Baal Shmuel, Ashkechinu le Rabbi Abba le Rav Huna He found Rabbi Abba le Rav Huna Davukami Apischa de Rav Huna, they were standing at the entrance to the base of Medesh of the house of Rav Huna. Omadu, and he said to them, Ma'ud ha'apse mitzvah shal tarsim b'shabbos. What's it then? Can I put back together a mitzvah of tarsim on Shabbos? What is this bed? Uh, it's basically, it's a bed, we call it the Makano bed, but basically people who, who travel for their work, they take these, this bed in pieces in their backpack and they put it together wherever they, they uh, come to. Weavers and people like this, um, people who work surfing, these sort of people, can you put it together on Shabbos or not? So already they said to him, yeah, Shabbos Domi, no problem. So also they came in they came in front of Rabbi Yehuda. Omar and Rabbi Yehuda said, what do you mean? Both Rav and Shmuel, they both say, Somebody put such a bed, a bed back together on Shabbos, Chayav Chatos, Chayav Chatos. So, we ask, Meisvei, who we've learned in the Brisa, Hamatze Kenei Menorah B'Shabbos, Chayav Chatos. Somebody who puts together the branches on the Menorah, same sort of idea, you stick all the branches into the main thing on Shabbos, if he does that, he's Chayav Chatos. Whereas, Kenei Saidin, Lo Yachzir, this is for like painters, and pl- people who plaster, what they do is they have a pole and they put like a rag on there and they dip it in the lime, whatever it is, and they do it on the wall. But as you're going higher up the wall, you have to add extra poles to make it longer and longer. Then as you come down the wall, you take them off. So you're constantly adding and taking off. Therefore, it's, it's got no permanency whatsoever. Therefore, yes, lechatzchilo, loyatsim you shouldn't do it. But if you did do it, it's potter. Avalosa, but it's also to do. Rabbi Simoyim, Rabbi Simoyim gives another example. Keren Agula, Chayav, Keren Peshuta Potter. If you've got, it's a musical instrument, it's a keren, it's like a horn, and what you do is you've got lots of holes in it, and you stick pipes into the holes. And then when you blow, all sorts of nice different sounds come out. Now if it's a keren agulo, it's like a rounded one, that is a meleches umun, it's what we call tokea, you're, I don't mean tokea as in blowing, it's what we call tokea as in having to stick it in good and proper, that's called makebapatish, but says it's makebapatish as opposed to bona, it's makebapatish, and therefore you'd be hired for that. Whereas the Keren Peshutta, the straight one, anyone could do that, plenty of room, and therefore you're potter. It doesn't say it's mutter, but it's definitely potter if a person did it. And that is the associated with all these things. Pashtus is we're talking about Makeba Patish. There is a shadow whether we do find Bona with Kalim, maybe we don't find Bona and Sosa with, uh, with, with, uh, with Kalim. Um, there are some, some who hold there is Bona and Sosa with, with uh, Kalim, at least if you're building it mummish from absolute scratch. But it's not really our sugi now, so for, for our purposes, I'm going to assume we're talking about Makeba Patish. We'll just make one little duke over the page to, to, to do with this inyam, what, what the, what the run says. So al Koponim, what you see from all of this is, it's pretty mafurish, that putting to, uh, a bed shell tarsiyim back together on Shabbos, it sounds like, it definitely should be, um, it sounds like Rav and Shmuel. So the Gemara answers, no. Inu da omur ki aitana. The ones who were mate. They hold out the following Tana. I like Rabbi Shimon Gamliel. The Tana because we learned in a bright Malbanes Hamito. The Malbanes Hamito are the they're like little feet that you put underneath the feet of a bed because remember the feet of the bed that say were wood and they're sitting on on mud and the mud may get may, may get wet in time and therefore the feet of the bed begin to rot and and uh, fall apart. So therefore you put things underneath in order to protect the feet of the bed. These are called Malbanes Hamito. So Malbanes Hamito. The kare samit and the feet of the bed themselves. The levochim shel sakivas are, are bits of wood, 
um, it's a bit, little bit of wood um, that you put on a crossbow and you pull the, the, the arrows back on it. Lo you can't put these things back in, in place. If a person did do it, potter avalos. Velo yitka. You shouldn't, yitka means like you push it in. It's like, it's like a menechas ilman. You've got to do it b'chayzek, says Rashi. With, with like pegs, uh, you jam it into place. In token, if a person did do that, chayav chatos. Then a person would actually be chayav chatos. Not just an isadur abon, it would be chayav chatos. Rabbi Shimon Gamriel Omer, Rabbi Shimon Gamriel says, If you did it loosely, this way it can move around, not only is it not chayav chatos, it's muta lechatschino. And that's what we were talking about with this mitzvah shel tarsiyim. We were talking about you put it back together loosely. And that's why they, they, they were matted. Now, Tosfus asks, I can't believe, says Tosfus, what's going on over here, though? You've got, on the one hand, you've got people who are mate lechatzchelo, and then you've got Ram and Shmuel who say, it's also midaraisa, yechai bechatzos. Min How can you have such a machlokas? Number two, Frek Tosfus, in binyanustiro bekeinim. So how can Ram and Shmuel argue? We're talking about bedova rofi. We're talking about where you put the bed back together loosely, and apparently Ram and Shmuel say, yechai bechatzos. For what? What are you chayav achatos for? For, for is, is it makabe patish most definitely not? It must be boyne and sosim. But ain't boyne binyan astiro bekeinim. That's kasha number two of tosus. Now some of them just say enochanami. This sugya follows Rav Shmuel holds yish binyan astiro bekeinim. Let's see what tosus says. And then third question he asks. Um, at the end of the day, we've said the bed we were talking about. At the end of the day, you're putting back together loosely. But if you're putting it back together loosely. In this b'risa, was there anyone who said Yochai Vachatos for that? We have the Tanakhama who seemingly says, you are, it's awesome Rabbonon, right? Because it's not Tokua. And you've got Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, who's Matzah Lechatzchidah. Was anyone Mechai Vachatos? So what are you going to say, says the Marashal? But you've got the first b'risa, the first b'risa said Yochai Vachatos. Obviously that b'risa is talking about when you do it Tokua. It says the Marashal, we don't want to make a third shit here. So what's going on in Rav and Shmuel? Mikhaif, all these questions, Toshis comes along and says, we sort of perhaps mislearned the sugya. It goes like this. They had this mitzvah shaltasi and they wanted to put back together loosely. They said that's motelachatzchilo. So then, Rav, then uh, Rav Yehuda said, what are you talking about? But Rav and Shmuel, they're mechai v'chatos if you do it b'chayzek. Now, if you're chai v'chatos, if you do it b'chayzek, then most definitely if you're doing it rofui, it should be at least osu medrabonon. How can you be matelachatzchilo? Then we brought a b'risa to show that taka, if you do it b'chayzek, you're chai v'chatos. If you do it shaloi b'chayzek, it's awesome and rabbonon. Seems to support Rav Shmuel. Seems to support. So we said no. I hold like Rabbi Shimon Gamliel. Rabbi Shimon Gamliel doesn't make such kazeiros. Rabbi Shimon Gamliel doesn't make such kazeiros. He holds rofi is motelachatzchila and anacham. If you do it b'chayzek, you do it tokua and anachanami you dichay b'chatzos. Now we asked according to Tosfos, what's the havam and why should I make a gazera rofi otu b'chayzek? Seemingly, it must be a kli that you could do b'chayzek. And not only could you do it b'chayzek, you normally would do it b'chayzek. So therefore, I understand very good. Of course you should make a gazera. I haven't a zikha there is there. That's definitely the pashtas. Because since you'd normally do it b'chayzek, you do it takua, so we're going to rely on that. Oh, don't worry, I'm going to do it roughly this time. Most definitely, you may come to do it b'chayzek. And even so, the Gemara answers... No, we hold that Rabbi Shimon Gamliel. Rabbi Shimon Gamliel says, it's totally on the way you do it. If you do it roughly, we don't make gazeras. If you do it b'chayzek, it's also medayraisa. 
Now we pass in Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, which means that if we're correct in our thesis in understanding Tosfos, it comes out that as long as you do it roughly, it doesn't matter how you'd normally do it. If you do it roughly, it's Motzalachat Chelo. However, if you look at the Rambam, for example, and it's clear in, in other Rishonim, it's brought from that this heter. Obviously, they'd answer the kashas of Tosfos differently. The Rishonim, as I said, for example, the Binyan Nistira Bekelim, they, they give they give a a, a a different answer to that. According to those Rishonim, it's only mutter if it's a kli which you would normally do rofui. But if it's a kli which you would normally do bechayzek, you're not allowed to do it. It's awesome adrabonim. Even Rabbi Shimon Gamliel would agree that it's awesome adrabonim. It has to be a kli which you would normally do. You'd normally do it rofui. And it goes by the individual, the way you would normally do it. If you would normally do it rofui, you can go ahead. It's mutter lechatz chelo. If you would normally do it bechayzek, then you cannot do it. When I say bechayzek, it's in tokua. And that's the way we pass in the Maishu. That's the way it's brought down in Shulchan Aruch. The, the Chazan Ish says, since we do find Roshonim who, the way we've just learned Tosavus, then if he brings it from Tosavus, he says, Efsha, Efsha, there's a Mokim to be Mekel, the Mokim Tzorech, um, since Sony Gzeros are Abonon. Anyway, Efsha. But as I said, Medina to Shulchan Aruch, the rule is, if, the, if it's normal to do it roughly, you can do it roughly. If it's normal to do it Tokua, it's absolutely forbidden. <coughs> There's then a machlokas between the Maharami Rottenberg and the Tur about a kos shal parokin. A kos shal parokin. And the way the Beis Yosef explains the, the machlokas, the way it's brought down the Mishnabura explains the machlokas is that a kos shal parokin, it's not normal to do it tokua. On the other hand, it's also not normal to do it roughly. You do it what we called, what we call mirdak. You do it tight. Now mirdak is awesome in It's definitely awesome in If you do it tight, that's definitely awesome in so, am I allowed to do it roughly in such a case? Because maximum, I'd come to do an Isidur So, the Tur is Matir, and the Maharami Rottenberg is, says it's also. How do we paskin? So, we paskin that Lechatzchelu should be Machmin, should be Machmin for the Maharami Rottenberg, but if it's for Lezerich Shabbos, if you need this cleave for Shabbos, you can be Matir. The Chazanish maintains that the Machaber, despite what he said in the Beis Yosef, he says, no, that's definitely Mutter. The machlokas is something else. Yes, this kli, this kos, the derech is to make it mirdak, not tokua. Are you allowed to make it even mirdak? Not just rofu, are you allowed to make it mirdak? Why? Because it's not, I've never come to make it tokua. Because it's not normal to make it tokua. And on that they're being cholik. And that's the way the Shulchan Aruch HaRav explains the, explains the machlokas as well. And therefore says the Chazanish, Lahalocho, you're going to have the same thing. Yeah, perhaps you should be machmed for the Maharami Rottenberg. But as long as it's not, the derech is not to make it tokua, if it's, I suppose it's the Terech Shabbos, you'd be allowed to do it, you could be makal to do it, meadak, as long as it's not the, the, the norm to do it, um, to do it um, tokua. Now there is a case talked about in the Taz and the, the Morgan Avram. What happens if you've got something which is put together through a screw? You have a screw to put it together. In other words, let's say you've got a cup, which is, I think, screwed into the base. So they both say that's forbidden. From the Morgan Avram, it's mashma that a screw has got the din of tokua, and it's also midor raisa. From the taz, it's mashma, it's an isidra bonon. It's meadak, because anyone can do it. It's not, it's not a maise uman. So it's not, it's nothing more than meadak. Um, the Maima Mordechai wants to go even further. And he says, if it's done with a screw, 
So you can't make it Tokua. So in which case it should be Mutti even a Chatzchila. But Lemaisa, at the end of all of it, the Imam Mutchai says that you should still take on like the Morgan Avram. Although Mi'ikad only wants to say it's, it's only an Isidrabon. Now the question is, then the Morgan Avram and the, the, the Morgan Avram mentions, for example, let's say you've got a cover on a cleat, the lid, and you put it on like a bit like a thermos flask and you screw it on. Is that also? He says most definitely that is Muta. Why? What's the chiluk? So his lotion is, ki ikar tash, um, she ikar tashmish alidei piru, sorry, that's the, the taz. He says that, the hosan in asuyim lekiyum, rak le paschon on tomit. It's not made for it to stay screwed on. The whole time you're going to be opening and closing it. Now, the chazanish understands what that means to say is, because you can't use the kli without taking off the lid. How are you going to get things in and take things out? Whereas, um, whereas in the case of the, the, the coast where you screw it on, once it's screwed, now it's usable. That's the way the Chazanish understands it. However, others understand it. We said definitely from the Morgan Avram, it sounds like this. From the Taz and the Prima Godin, you could debate. But from the Morgan Avram, it definitely, to me, sounds more like this. Um, that the vote is, It sounds more like the vote is that it's not made for it to have the lid. Not because you can't use it without the lid. The whole purpose, you've got a clear there, and it's made for you to take the lid on and put the lid, lid on and off. In other words, the chiluk being, the with the coast, when you screw it onto its base, it's now a clear. That's the mark of a patish. The lid, putting the lid on and off, is not being goymedically. That's the way you use the clear. It's made to open and close. That's the use of the clear. That's not the making of the clear. Now, based on this mathematics, now let's speak about a few practical examples. What happens if, um, in no particular order, let's say the, the, um, the, uh, the side of the glasses, the arm, comes off on Shabbos? What can you do about it? So, let's work it out. If it's got a screw, and you've got the screw there, so surely even to put it on loosely should be a problem. Why? Because a gazera. I may come to put the screw in. Now the screw, arguably, we've said, you've got to be machmed at the Morgan Avram, is considered to be tokua. So we've passed from Medina to Shulchan Aruch, Rofui is also, the norm is to do it, remember you'd normally do it, uh, you wouldn't do it uh, Rofui anyway. you do it with the screw, so therefore you're not allowed to do it even Rofui, because you may come to do it tokua. So we suggested an eight. if you're really, really desperate, you're really desperate, uh, uh, the example I gave was, let's say you're a Valkyrie like me, I can't do anything without my glasses, then what you poss- possibly an eighter would be is to, to basically kick the screw away, so now the screw's lost. So there's no way whatsoever I can be to, to, uh, to Kea. I can't do it because I don't have a screw. And the post can, some posts can say that in such a case you would be able to make it roughly. In fact, Roshlema Zaman says possibly you can even use a bit of scotch as a temporary, uh, just to hold it in place. Um, and personally, I think that's definitely you could be, that would be an eight. And I'll explain to you why. Because even if you want to say, ah, the screw being away is, is, is not a hat. Number one, the screw, we said, is not so posh that the screw is considered tokua. Remember the Maimah Mordechai. You've got the Taz who says an Issa Darabon. Anyway, so it's not so posh that that's considered tokua. Number two, even if it is considered tokua, you've got the Chazan, as the Chazanish pointed out, but we pointed out from Tosis, you've got Rishonim who say, even in such a case, if you are doing it roughly, it's Mota. Okay, we don't pass in the Chatzchila, the Shulchan Aruch, we don't pass in like that. So, and you've kicked away the screw, I think that's definitely is, is, uh, is an Eitzah. I think it's de- definitely an Eitzah. And perhaps even if a person didn't 
kick away the screw, there's what to talk about, even though, because um, you have to realise if, if, if you can't put it back together, it could be the glasses are actually mocked. So according to most posting, you may not even be able to wear the glasses. Um, the same sort of thing, by the way, if the lens pops out, you've got the same sort of thing with putting it back in. If it's because it's normal to start tightening screws, it depends on whether it just goes in very simply or not. Um, it would depend on sort of but the, the newer glass we have nowadays that probably would, would be a problem with putting the lens even to put it loosely there because it's normal to tighten it. We spoke about um, a stender, a stender that moves up and down and you've got a screw there. So now this seemingly would, would be totally on the two ways of explaining the, that Morgan Avram Taz, etc. Because is the stender usable without the, without the, uh, the screw? Most definitely it is. It just controls the height. So according to the Chazanish, and that's where Rebbe Nisna Karel says, you're not allowed to move it up and down on Shabbos. You can't start tightening screws. However, however, according to, according to the, the um, according to the way, according to the way we understand it, uh, I think it was Shlomo Zalman, Rebbe Yashiv, no, the vault is, it's made, it's like the lid. You've got a kli there. So if you were to ask something, you've got a kli? Yeah, sure, it doesn't matter what height it is, you've got a kli. So the, the, the screw is just made, that's the, the way you, of Tashmish, the way you use the kli, to make it higher, to make it lower, it's like the lid. In which case, it would be mutter. There is one shitter in between, and that is the shitter of uh, Dain Weiss. Dain Weiss, um, in Menchas Yitzchak, he says, if you're going to leave it in place for a long time, you set it at your height, he says, that may be much more of a problem. That could be more of a problem. For a different reason, not because of the Chazanish, because that is already, it, you're sort of making it into, as, into the kli as, as you want it. Maybe that is a problem in, in, a, in such a case. I think others are not even worried about that. Another example we talked about was a table where you, you want to add a leaf in. So you pull, pull the two parts apart and you want to put a leaf in there. And they have like teeth which go into little holes. So is that a problem or is it not? So number one, you have to ask, it, it definitely doesn't seem to be tokua. It doesn't seem we're talking about tokua. So there's no screws or anything. It's not, you don't need a mice at uman there. Um, it would seem, it would seem that that is, that is mutter. The, 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 in Shemir HaShavah's Kilchosa, he brings exactly like that from, a, from a Teshuvah, the Maharsham. He's got a, a similar sort of shayla. It would seem that, because it's not, it's definitely not Tokua. Um, it's a Kli beforehand. You could say this is sort of just the, 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 the way you use it. It's made to be open and closed to make it longer. It's possible it's even roughly as well. It's possible sometimes it's roughly. Definitely, if it moves around in the teeth, in which case I suppose it would be ineffective, then it's definitely roughly. If it does fit in sort of quite tightly, it could be that's duck. But even if it's duck, remember you've got this Chazanish, you've got the, the Chazanish who says that um, if it's duck, but you can't make it Tokua, how you never make it Tokua, which is the case here, um, then it would be, it would be Muta. Then it would be Muta, um, at least according to the uh, according to the Torah, and if it's the Torah Shabbos, we've already said the Torah Shabbos, you could be makel. Now I know the Mishnah doesn't agree with that, but you've got the Chazanish. So it seems sort of, it seems you definitely got. Uh, I, I think that's the Minag Olamis people are not. There are, I think there are Machmirim, but it seems that they're they're one definitely has room to be makel. Um, the last thing we spoke about is how it this Machlokes Chazanish and others is how it links into making and breaking circuits on Shabbos. You see, the Chazan Ish holds that making and breaking a circuit on Shabbos is boiner, so you say, right, it's not going to punish all this, because he says, think about it. It's mamish like the case of the, the, um, of the, the cup where you're screwing it into the base. 
you're making it because what what what's pshat? Because again, in the case of the of the cover on the the, the, the lid, so the vortex, why is that not uh, sort of market part to show anything if you screw it on? Because it's not usable as a cleat. Here on the contrary, when you complete the circuit, you switch it on, now it's usable. The fact that he says you're going to turn it on and off, so what? So what? That's Mark Abbatish. That's like the cup, which you can take, you put it together when you want to use it, then you take it apart when you don't want to use it. And he says, are you going to say it's Rofu? He says, that's not considered Rofu. The fact that the light switch is, is very easy to put on and on. He says, that's not Rofu, because the vault is, it, 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 um, Rofu is what is shaking around. It's not really in as it should be. This is, it's mamash as it should be. This is mamash the way you'd, you'd want it to be. This is in its working state. However, Rabbi Zalman, he takes issue with the Chazanish on this, um, because besides anything else, whether, you, if you think about it, the circuit, broken circuit or made circuit, that is the Kli. It's made, you, you sort of, it's, the electrician puts it all into position, that's the Kli. The Kli, now turning it on and off, that's the using of the Kli. It's like a radio. The radio, you go to the shop, you buy it. You haven't, broken, you haven't bought a broken clee, you bought a clee, a radio. You turn it on, and you turn it off. That's the using of the clee. So too, you've got the whole circuit set up, you switch it on, you switch it off. That's the using of the clee. And based on the way we understood the Morgan Avram, that it's the water of the lid is, that's the use, that's not the making or breaking of the clee. He says, that, I'm not saying it's mutter to turn on lights on Shabbos, but it wouldn't be, there wouldn't be Bonet and Sosa involved in that. Let's just finish off the Gemara now with two lines down on Memzayin on its base. Be'rav Chamo, in the house of Rav Chamo, have a mitzvah galal niso. They had this mitzvah galal niso, which is like a folding bed. Same sort of idea as the mitzvah shel tassiyim. And have a mahadri lo be'yom ha'tavan. On Yom Tov, they would put it, he would put it back together. So, Oma de'ahumid Rabbon, now we've got the gifts of the Rav. The Rishash already says, it doesn't seem to be, it should be the Rav. And even if it is, you have to say Rav was from the house of Rav Chamo. So, Whoever it was, that Rabbon said to whoever it was, My Datich, what are you thinking? Are you thinking because Binyam Menatzatu, because it's literally Binyam from the side, in other words, it's Kilachayat. Yeah, it's not the usual fashion. So what? Nehiti Isura Doraisa, like granted there's no Isura Doraisa, because it's not Takua, it's not, but Isura Dorabonon, okay, but there's definitely Isura Dorabonon. So Omadesi said to him, Anok Rabbishim Megamliel Sviyoli. I hold like Rabbishim Megamliel to Omadesi. He said, Imhoyo Rofui Mutar. I'm doing it roughly. And therefore, there's not even an Isra in this case. As an aside, from the posh way of reading the Gemara, I don't think we said this in the Shia, and definitely from reading Rashi, why is it called Binyam Menasad? He calls it Kilachiyad. It's a Shinu. Why is it a Shinu? Because you're not doing it Tokua. You're not doing it Mahadakal Bechazek. It sounds like this Mitoshel Tarsim, the normal way of putting it together is Taka Bechazek. That's the normal way of doing it. Otherwise, why would it be a Shinu? To do it roughly. And even so, he's saying if you do it roughly, it's mutter, which would support what we said in Tosfos. As long as you are doing it roughly, I don't care what you'd normally do. You'd have to say that according to, let's say, the Ramam and the other Rishayim, I'm not sure what, they, what they'll call Binyam and Atzad, presumably you'd have to say something along the lines that it's not a normal way of building in the general sense. Roughly is not a, is not a proper way of building. I suppose that's what you'd have to say. I mean, maybe you could you could also say that in Rashi. I said I think the, the, the sort of the posh way of reading the Gemara definitely supports, definitely uh, fits very nicely with the way we explained in Tosfos. Let's go on to the last uh, last sugi now. Says the Mishnah. Although we said on Membase, you're not allowed to put a kli under a nair to catch the shemen, but say that's a good bit of kli You are allowed to put a kli under a nair to catch the nitzotis, the sparks. 
but you cannot put water in the kli because that's going to extinguish the sparks. So says the Gemara, how can you put a kli under a net to catch the sparks on Shabbos? Surely it's bitul kli Some Rishonim say, you see from here, the fact that the Gemara just asks it as a blanket, oh, it must be that's the way we pass it. If you look at Rashi, however, Rashi seems to avoid that issue because Rashi says, surely this is a raya keneged Rav Chista, who said, that Pesukin is a problem. We're not necessarily saying this is the Pesach. We're asking it as a question on Rav Chista. But either way, apparently this is Pesukin Me'echonah, says the Gemara. So, Amar Avuna, Beredi Rav Yeshua, Nitzotis in Bohem Mamosh. No, it's not, because Nitzotis, they don't have any Mamoshes in them. Says Rashi, what's the vault? Once they go out, yeah, in Bohem Mamosh, Meshekhov went once they've gone out, Umutalitlon, and you'd be able to move them. Now, most have the Gerson Rashi of it, it's Mutalitlon. Earlier, when this came up, on Mem Gimel Amadalev. So there Rashi said, there they all seem to be going Muta Litlon. So the, the Morgan Avram says the correct Gersa should be Muta Litlon, like we've got over here. He's Magia, the, the Rashi over there, it should be Muta Litlon. He said, because Avada, the ashes themselves, it's no lad, of course you can't move it. So there the Rabba says, look, he knows, look, you've got over here Muta Litlon, but he says, to starting his Hattar Sofa, he wants to say, no, the ashes are so not Choshev, you can move them. It's not even considered no doubt. He wants to say you'd even be allowed to move the ashes. Whichever way you look at it, there's not bitzel kli because you're going to be able to move the kli. Where the pshat is, the ashes you can move, like the earlier rabble, or pshat is, you can't move the ashes, but definitely the kli does not become bottled to the, to the, uh, to the ashes and you can move the, the kli. There's definitely not bitzel kli That's what we're saying. The Rosh Yisif asks over here, why is it only once they've gone out that you're able to, to move the kli. He says, what, well, what's the problem? What are you worried about? They're going, to, they're going to go out as you move it? That's Dovah Shemis Kavim. You want to say it's a bosses? He says, it's like Shire Kosis. Yeah, it's, it's, this is like Shire Kosis. No, there's no Hashivas to these Nitzotas. And he says, if you look at the Ram and Pirish Hamishna, he says, Taka, it's Mashma to him that, that the Ram holds you can move it even, even when, they're, when they're alive. Even by a Mamash, Shire Kosis. So we said, that, no, do you know why you can't move them? Because the reason, in the case of the Kais, do you know why the Kais doesn't become a bosses to the, to the Shire Kaisas? Because I wouldn't be Mavata Maikri to some Shire Kaisas. I use the Kais for a fool to give something to drink, not for what's left over. Masha Inke in here, I'm putting the Kli underneath, Dafka to catch the Nitsotos. It's made, it's put there for that purpose. On the contrary, the Kli becomes bottled to what it's holding. And therefore the problem is Taka bosses. That's why you have to wait for them to go out. There's still another problem, and that found the, the, the Rosh Yosef asked as well, which, what do you mean, aim by him, mamash? And therefore, when they go out, you'll be able to move it. Well, we've spoken about, when we talked about the Sugya Mem Gimel, or Bitzel Krimi the way we pass it at least, is Bitzel Krimi Le even for a short period of time, is considered Bitzel Krimi It's considered Bitzel Krimi So, what are, you, what, what are you going to do over here? Very nice, when they go out. But whilst, before they go out, are you allowed to move them? Are you allowed to move the clean? No, it's bitter l'shah. Which we pass in at least l'chatzchilo, generally speaking, it, except for Mokham Hefzad, you can't, is a problem. Just like with, let's say, bits of like the charcoal stuff, the black stuff, which falls off. There, if you put that underneath, it's definitely a problem with bitter klimei chonu. I got Hashri brought. Why? Because there, although here, we say it's not, because they go out very quickly and therefore there's no problem. But over there, very nice, you'll be able to shake them off You'll be able to shake off the bits of the, the black sooty stuff once it's gone out. But until it goes out, you can't. So it's bitter l'shaw. 
So you see, bitter l'shor is a problem. So why here? Very nice, it goes that quicker. But it's still bitter l'shor. But Rashi is here the kasha. And he says, the emes you should know, even if you want to say, no, sorry, so, so the way we wanted to answer this is as follows. We've had earlier, in the case with the, with the salsh, uh, you've turned turn a basket upside down and their throat can go on there. So Tosus asks, why is that not bitter l'shor? Putting it, Tosus' words in a different way. So we said, because that's not bitter l'shor, because any time you need the kli, you can shoo them off and they'll go off straight away. I, but it'll take me a, a, a sort of a second. You say to me, you want the kli? Fine, I'll go. It'll take me a second to go over there, wave my hand around. So you have to wait a couple of seconds before you can actually use it. The vortex, that's not considered bitter kli because you want it, I'll make it available right now. It's, it's about as quick, it'll take me about as long as going over and taking the kli. All I have to do is wave my hand, they've gone. The kli is available. So to over here, the same thing. These nitsotis go out so quickly, you want the kli? No problem. By the time you go and get it, any says which have just fallen will have gone out. They go out so quickly. That's why it's not bitter kli And perhaps that also goes into the pshats. I think from some Roshon, it's marshmallow in by a mamash, means they go out so quickly. They go out so quickly. We then said, You shouldn't put water in it, because there's a problem of machaba. So let's say the Astam Mishnah goes like Rabbi Yossi. The Omar that he said, because that's what you're not actually putting out any nitzitzes. You're putting water there, which will extinguish them. So it's Gram Kibu. And he says that's forbidden. Where does he say this? It's a Gemara later on where you've got, if there's a fire, Rahman al is a fire. So you're, are you allowed to set Kalim around, Kalim filled with water around, around the fire? So Rabbi Yossi says, not with Kalim Chadoshim Mayim, because we're what, because what's going to happen is the fire will travel, and inevitably the Kalim will burst from the fire, and the water will put it out. It's Gram Kibri, he says that's forbidden. So we want to say, that's our mission, it's Rabbi Yossi. So, to Omar Golim Kibri is also, if it says, well, Tisbara, is it, do you think it fits any better? Do you think it's logical? Emo to Omar Rabbi Yossi Bishabbos. Rabbi Yossi would only tell you you can't put the Kalim around if you did it on Shabbos. Surely it's when Rabbi Yossi says it. But Erev Shabbos Miyama, does he say Erev Shabbos you can't put the Kalim around the fire? Even though on Shabbos it's, it's going to burst. Would he say that? I'd rather not. And if you're going to say, okay, but Hokanami Bishabbos here as well, we're talking about putting the water there on Shabbos. So we're talking about Gram Kibi on Shabbos. That's not true because of Atani, surely we've learned in a Braisa. No sinin kli takhasaner likabal nitzotis be Shabbos. You can put a kli under the nether to catch the nitzotis on Shabbos. Vein sorechem be'erev Shabbos. I don't have to tell you you can do that on erev Shabbos. But velo yitin l'sochomayim, you can't put the water in it. Mepnei shumachab, because that's mechaber. Me'erev Shabbos, even if you do it erev Shabbos. Vein sorechem be'erev Shabbos. I don't have to tell you you can't do it on Shabbos. Ravashi rather said Ravashi It's got nothing to do with Machik Shabbos and the Rabbon on there. This is more than Gram Kibui. Shani Hocha is different over here. Because you're being Makariv the Kibui, which means the way sort of from Rashian, the vault is that the it was going to burn for a certain amount of time. These the, these nitzotes they would have fallen, they would have burnt. Now they're going to go out immediately. It's it's going to it's going to go out much quicker. Now. Rashi says it's considered Mechaber Mamash. Tosu said it's not Mechaber Mamash. It's a Kaseiro. Because, think about it. You're putting the water there. Number one, as you're pouring the water in, if you're to do it on Shabbos, it could be a Nitzitz will fall as you're doing it and you'll pour the water on top. Or the other problem is, maybe you'll lift the Kli up with the water towards the Nitzitz to catch it. So that's Mechaber. But, but just simply putting water there is not Mechaber Mamash. It's a Kaseiro because of Mechaber. 
I it's a gezeira lixeira, and it's actually really as we point out a gezeira lixeira lixeira because it's malach shein atzricha lekufa as well. So as for the malach shein atzricha lekufa, Tosu says, yeah, but they were machmeh because of kibbe where there would be a chatos. So it's it's erev Shabbos or Shabbos, and even Shabbos is because a gezeira you may come to pull the water as an itzis is falling or lift up the kli, and even then it's a gezeira because of malach shein atzricha lekufa. So Tosu where Chazal saw fit, they would even make a gezeira lixeira. That's the way Tosu learns it. But says that it's for if you look at Rashi. Rashi seems to say it's Mechaber Mamash. So it says that it's for a Yisait. He says, you have to understand that since you are putting the water in a place that any Nitzis that falls will definitely be extinguished, that's tantamount to pouring it on the Nitzis. It's, we, we sort of likened it to the Gemara we had on, was it Chavtes, the, the yeah, Chavtes on the base with the Shveferes, where we talked about there, we said that if you've got the 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 shreferah which is full of, full of oil, and you take oil out of there, that's machaber. And Rashi said because it's muksa, you've been makatze, you've been makatze the oil for the ner. And we explained the pshat is because because you've set that oil, sort of you want it to go into the ner, it'll drip into the ner. It's mamash as if it's inside the ner. It's a chiluk of the ner. Now if you take it out, it's tantamount to taking the oil from the ner. So we're saying similar over here, the same sort of idea. The vault is that since you put it in a place which is and you've done it with the kavanah that as the nitzitz falls, it's, it's mamash like putting it on top of the nitzitz. It's like putting it where the nitzitz is are. And therefore, that is mamash machabah. That's the shitta of Rashi. And as, as I said, we've had the shitta of Tosfus. Tosfus asks Sakasha, why over here we suddenly go to Erev Shabbos, Otsu Shabbos? We found lots of cases in the, in the first perek. As long as you start before Shabbos, we're not worried. So Tosfus says the reason is because over here, people don't think of it as an issa. Over there, it's clear, obvious malachs. But here, people think, what am I doing wrong? People don't see it, and therefore we have to make an extra gather, and we forbid it even on Erev Shabbos. That's all in terms of Rashi and Tosis. Then Tosis comes along and brings the Rabbeinu Tam. Based on the gifts of the Rabbeinu Hananel, the Rabbeinu Hananel learns, means, means it's different to the case of the, of the, um, of the, the Kalim. Because there, you've got a big gap between, think about it, the fire is going to go, it's then got to break the clay open and then the water comes out. Whereas here, it falls straight into the water and that's it. Says the Rabbeinu Tam, in explaining the, Ra- the Rabbeinu Hananel, he gives you a moshul. He says, when do the Rabbanon allow you to put those kalim around? That's only if you put the water in kalim. So the fire has to travel, break the clay open, and then the water comes out. But what if I were to surround the fire with a wall of water, i.e. ice? Even the Rabbanon would say that's forbidden. Because it's one stage close. That's what means Shemakarevis Kibbe. It doesn't have to do anything to break any Kalim open in order to get at the water. So Tosfus doesn't like this because the Yerushalmi actually learns that Amishna is the, Rab- is the Rabbi Yossi, not the Rabbonon. Because the Yerushalmi says this is Mamash like a wall of like a wall of water. They say exactly what the Rabbi Natam is Svara and they say because of that it's not the Rabbonon. But Al-Gamora says it is the Rabbonon. Well in which case it must be that it's different. At least the bubbly hold is different to the case of the wall of water. Now you may turn around and say, well, once the Yerushalmi disagrees with the bubbly on one thing, it could be the comp- who says the machlokas is, is um, as to whether this is, um, yeah, whether, whether it's just a machlokas, whether it's Rabban or Rabbi Yossi. Maybe Taka the, the machlokas is based on the machlokas, bubbly and Yerushalmi. What do the Rabban hold with regard to the wall of water? So Tosfos, it's not true. Because we've got the Gemara later on, and in the Bavli, where if you've got a talis which is on fire, and you wet one side of it, the Rabbonon say that that is mutter. 
The Rabbanon say it's mutter. So you see that this is obviously different. It's not it's not like a wall of a wall of water. It's obviously different to that. So first toast, the way the Marashot explains toast, comes along and sort of says, okay, we don't like the Rabbi Matam, Pshat. But the Rabbi Nechananel's Girsa does make sense. In other words, I could say that this is different to the wall of water. Do away with the Moshel of the Rabbi Matam, the wall of water. Because over here, it's falling directly into the, into the water. It's not that the fire has to travel to the Kalim or to the wall of water. The Nitzis falls directly into the water. That's a direct action. Then he says, you know what? I could even answer up for the Rabbeinu Tam. I could say, you know what? According to the Bavli, the wall of water, even the Rabbanu would agree is also. It doesn't matter if it's direct or indirect. That's not the point. And that's why the Rabbanu say, you put the water underneath, it's the same idea. Are you going to ask, what about the Talis? The Talis is different because your intention is not to put out the fire. There you're just trying to stop the fire spreading. That's your intention. If it goes out, it goes out. That wasn't my intention. What comes out from this is that we've got two answers, two ex- sort of explanations in the Rabbi Nechanan's Gerusa. The first you say this, the first, we'll call it first Teretz, holds, it depends on whether it's direct or not. The second Teretz holds, it depends on your Kavona. Now if you take a look in Shulchan Aruch, and that before, before, before we go to the Shulchan Aruch, Tosus just ends off with one last Kasha. And that is, how are you allowed to put people, the practices, people have like a lamp, and they put water on, and oil. Um, how are you allowed to put the water in there? Surely when the oil burns down, any nitzotis that fall out are going to go into the water. So Tosus, the terrace is, based on what I've, the second terrace we've just given. Because it's all totally on kavana. Why are you putting the water there? Are you putting it there to, to make the nitzotis go out? No, I'm doing it like the talis. I'm doing it in order to raise the oil up. Because if you wouldn't say that, you wouldn't be able to even use oil. Because any nitzotis that fall into the oil, well, it's going to extinguish them. As long as your kavana is not for is not for that purpose. Then not to make it go out, you could do it on erev Shabbos. Because then we're not chishis. You come to do it on Shabbos. Presumably, according to the first tarets of Tosus, um, who makes the chiluk about whether it's direct or it's not direct. So you'd presumably you'd have to say according to them, because surely this is direct. The Rashi in fact says mafurish it is direct. These nitzotis that fall in is considered direct. Um, you'd have to say. That it's totally on both kavona and being direct. You need two things, direct and kavona. Bear that in mind as we go to the Shulchan Aruch. The Shulchan Aruch says, it's mutter, brings down this, this halacha, you can't put the, the water there, etc, etc. But he says, if you put the water underneath the oil on Erev Shabbos, on Erev Shabbos, that's perfectly fine, since your kavona is only to lift up the oil, to raise up the oil. Fine. Then the Ramah comes along and says, the yesh omnim, and some say, even if your kavona is to, that when the oil eventually goes down, the water will put out the, the, uh, the, uh, the fire, whatever it is, but you don't want the cleats to get burnt or whatever the reason may be, perfectly fine. Since the water is not actually the end, it's underneath the oil, it's only gram kibli. This is the chain Comes along the Morgan Avram and says, where's this take from? The smug. He says he looked at the smug, the smug doesn't say anything of the sort. Says the Bialacha, but don't worry. Even if this monk doesn't say anything of the sort, it's actually totally on the two terrorism of Tosfus. If you go with the second terrorism of Tosfus, it's all totally on Kavona, Enochanami. It would be forbidden if your Kavona was for Kibri purposes. But according to the first answer of Tosfus, it's to do with, is it direct or is it indirect? Says the Gaon, this is indirect. So it doesn't matter what my Kavona is. It's indirect, that's the main thing. Says the Bialocha, Sorachiyam. Because the Rashba says, it is direct. What's going on? 
So we suggested that it seems to be, it's a difference of, um, what do you mean by direct? There's two ways of explaining direct. Does direct mean literally, as the meat sets falls, it goes straight into the thing which is going to put it out, as opposed to the case later on, on with the, with the, with the kalim, on kufchaf, that there you've got to, it has to travel along. The fire has to travel along to whatever's going to extinguish it. Actually move along, as opposed to just falling directly in. In which case, anachanami. These nitzes are going to fall directly into the water. Or the fire is going to fall directly into anachanami, 100%, like the Rashbol says. But it seems the gone understood that, more like the Ritvor said, direct means that it's definitely going to be put out by the water. As opposed to that fire, when explaining Rashi with the Mahabe Mamash, that fire, who says it's ever going to be put out by the water? Maybe as it's travelling, it'll go out before it reaches the water. That's not Mahabe Mamash. That's Garam Kibri. So, so to over here, this is not direct, this is Garam Kibri. Because who says the Nitzotas are going to be put out by the water? It could be the fire is going to go out before the oil burns away. So you're going to say, aye, but the oil... The oil is going to put it out. So Mimoshah, whether it's the water, whether it's the oil, any nitzotis that fall in are definitely going to go out. But the oil wasn't done with kavona. The oil was done for a different kavona. The oil was done with the kavona to help it, to help it, uh, to help, to, you know, as fuel. So therefore it comes out, according to the gone, like this. The water I put in for kibri purposes. But so what? It's not direct. Why is it not direct? Because there's no guarantee that it'll ever put anything out. And the oil, I didn't put in for kibbutz purposes. So therefore, it would, be, it would be mutter on that account. That's the way we wanted to answer up for the, for the, the Vilna Gon. And even if not for the Vilna Gon, or another, the way the Vilna Gon is sort of, is explaining the two Tiritam and Tosfos, but definitely Rashi would work in that. There's no doubt about it. According to Rashi, it definitely seems that, 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 uh, it wouldn't be what he calls Machabe Mamash. It's not Makari Kibui. Rather, it would be Gram Kibui. Because there's no guarantee that the fire will ever reach the water. It could go out before it reaches the, the, uh, the water. So we've got some sort of a uh, way of explaining the Ramor. Baruch Hashem of being Miyashiv the Ramor. Um, in terms of this question of Tosus, how can you put the water underneath? There's also the answer of the Rosh. The Rosh says because you're not really doing anything. Because when the oil goes down, the oil runs out, it's going to go out anyway. So what difference if you put water there or not? It's going to go out anyway. That's not considered Mechaber. So based on, I wouldn't say based on that, but the Mogin Avram says, well, if that's the case, the Khari should even be able to put the water in there on Shabbos. There, there is no Kibbutz. There is no Kibbutz. But there, there are takes, uh, takes issue with that and he says, no way. Um, there are one or two other halachas, for example, uh, the Be'alochah brings from the, from the Chidor, in places where the, the standard practice is that on Erev Shabbos, people put water and oil there, and um, on Shabbos, that's the standard practice. And on Shabbos, you've got a chayla, you have to light a, you have to light a, a nair. So you get a goyin to come, and the goy comes in, and he puts their water, and he puts the, the oil there. It's perfectly fine. You don't have to object, because that's perfectly fine. Now, if you did put the, the water there, Erev Shabbos, Shabbos, whichever one it is, are you mechayv to remove it? So the, the, um, the, the prima godim says you are. He's medayed that from the... Um, from the mission on them base, when it said, if you put the kli to catch the shem and you put it there before Shabbos, muta. And Rashi said, muta lahani choshom. It's muta to leave it there. It's mashma, but in this case, if you put it there on Erev Shabbos, even Erev Shabbos, it's not muta. You have to take it away. You'd have to take the water away. Um, 
can I put the water there before lighting, before lighting, and I'll put the clay with the water there before I light the nair? So the Mogan Avram is Mitsadi Lahachmi. He says, no, you can't. Um, another point is, if you, you've got the, you've got, let's say, a, a, say a candlestick and you're putting a wax candle in there and you want to put water underneath it. You want to put water underneath it. So the Morgan Avram says, that's going to be Osul Chuleyamul, because think about it. Is the Ish going directly into it? It most definitely is. Because when it burns down, it's going to go directly into the water. That's obviously a problem. What's your Kavana? It's for Kibui. So your Kavana is also there. So that's going to be Osul Chuleyamul. However, the Mokim Tzoyrech, Mokim Tzoyrech, Mr. Brewer brings, you could be Matir, um, based on the postkin. There are postkin who say that the issue is only when the water is in a separate Kli, not when the water is in the very Kli where the fire is, like where the candle is. Because there, I'm talking about if you do an Erev Shabbos, because there we're not Cheshish, a person would do it on Shabbos. Because there, everyone realizes you can't do that on Shabbos. The, the only confusion based on that toast is this. People don't associate it as such a problem. If I put a Kli with water in a separate Kli just to catch the toast, people don't, don't uh, uh, you know, necessarily associate that uh, with, with, with a problem. The only thing I will just add to that is, again, is it considered definitely that the Aisha is going directly in? Based on the way we explain the Gon, based on the way we explain Rashi, who says that it's going to, that the, the candle won't go out until it reaches the water? Maybe the candle will go out beforehand. In which case, the water is never going to do anything. So in which case, according to Rashi, that's not Machabe Mamish, that's not Makarivis Kibuyov. According to the Gon, it's not considered direct. Possibly, it wouldn't be considered direct. So in which case, um, Assuming there's not a chashash of nitzot that's falling off, obviously, because those would definitely go in. Um, it seems possibly that that would be a, a, another side for Mokim Tzorech to be, to be mekel. Um, if chashashonim, a person that is sakonas deleko, can a person put water around, you know, underneath to catch, uh, you know, the flame as, as it's falling? So there, the Issa, the head, so it's brought in there, the rabbah, says you can. The Prima Goldham is a little, he's my fact about this. We're obviously talking about in times when if there was a fire, you'd have to leave the house to burn down. Nowadays, anyway, there would be a, it would be sakon, you'd have to put out the fire. So what a person should do is, you could do it early day cotton. Try and get a cotton, give the cotton the water, and let him put the water there. And that one definitely would be able to do. Um, the only shy, the only other shy we, we really spoke about was, um, it's based on this whole sugya, is um, with time clocks. It's something we've spoken about already on Dab Chavtes. Um, was on Zaf wherever we spoke about it. And Bikitza, it seems it's more similar, you know, a time clock is more similar to the, to the, uh, to the Shad of Gram Kibu, in other words, having the water around the fire. Because it's not, it's not like taking oil out of it or adding oil to it, because there's enough electricity there for, to, to continue the light, to continue going and going and going. Rather, what you're doing is you're putting water around there to put it out, even though there is, there is uh, fuel there. In this case, to turn off the electricity to trip the circuit. Um, if it's similar to that, obviously it makes it a little more plausible for a, for a kudah. Um, the only problem is, although it seems, well, it's gram kibu, it seems pretty straightforward. Gram kibu, in other words, if, you, if, it's, if it's on and you just want to make it go off a little earlier, it would be gram kibu. You're just moving the kalim a little earlier, a uh, little nearer, nearer. So we pass from gram kibu as mutter. Uh, the Rabbinu Yerl says, only b'mokim, b'mokim hefsud. Okay, at least b'mokim said, if it was a mokim serech, I'd be able to do it. The only, the only problem is, as uh, Svi and I think probably others point out, it sounds more like the case where the wa- it's a wall of water around it because there's no it, it it just as the sort of the clock moves 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 and it just literally trips it straight away. It doesn't have to break something and then and then it's put out. The circuit breaks straight away. Um, 
you could you could possibly debate it. Maybe yes, maybe not. So then you have to start going into this whole thing of the, of the, the Rabbeinu Tam. You've got the Kavona on the one hand. On the other hand, um, is it falling in direct? Depending on how, what we consider direct. Obviously, in this case, it's definitely going to happen. So it's considered direct in that sense in terms of Rashi being Mechab Mamash. On the other hand, um, is it literally sort of, when you set it, the Nitzosis go in direct. It's got to travel along to the to the Kedim. In this case, it's got to travel to that to the uh, to the arm, which is going to trip the circuit. So you could debate it based on that. What we basically came out with is the following: We said that B'derek Klal, it's not particularly clever to play with time clocks on Shabbos. Besides anything else, you, you're bound to run run into Isurim. Besides anything else, there are certain Moshe holds it's Muksa anyway. We spoke about. Even if it is Muksa, but surely we should be Muksa Machmasa, Muksa Machmas Isur, so in which case the Surah Kufa, you should be able to mess around with it, but that's what Ramosha says. You've got another issue, and that is Ramosha Karelitz holds it's being Masakin Kedi, we spoke about that, we challenged that, we, it doesn't seem, it sh- I'm not quite sure why it should be Masakin Kedi, I think the, the Rabshlema Zalman holds it's not being Masakin Kedi. You've got another issue, which is that the Arpos game, I think Ramosha, Rabbi Yashiv, they hold. Anyway, it's not. This is not considered like a gram kibbu. This is mamash kibbu because that's the that is the way. It's like turning on a switch. That is what it's made for. It's made for a delayed reaction, but it's made for that purpose. Therefore, that's not considered a gram kibbu. That would be considered kibbu mamash. So, unless you're going to start, you, you know, sort of debating these things, you're bound to run into problems. But Cloud, you're safer not to play around with it. But mokum tzorech, mokum yish al um, because you could say there is no Muksa involved, as we said. You could say there is no Misak and Kedi. You could say, very nice, it's made for that. So, of course, of its delayed reaction, it's like moving the Kedi towards it. Uh, so, it should go off a little earlier. There have been a time not everyone agrees with it. Um, maybe it's not direct, etc. So, there is what there is a Mokum to be Makal. Definitely to make it go later. Now, if it was going to go off at 12 o'clock and you make it go off at 1 o'clock, that's even more Makal because it's like moving the Kedi away. Uh, or in this case, it's like... Um, it's like Rabbi Shlomo Zalman likes it to closing a door in front of an air to stop it going out. But even then, reportedly, although that's what he writes in his Teshuvah, he seems to be mutter in that case. Um, but apparently, I haven't actually seen it inside yet, but in Orchus Shabbos, they say that if they heard from Rabbi Shlomo Zalman, still you shouldn't do that unless it's Serech Godol. We spoke about if you're playing with it before it's actually gone on. In other words, to, so that when eventually it does go on, that it will go off. Subsequently, it will go off earlier or later than the planned time. That obviously is more makel. That is obviously more makel. Um, but even then, it's worth thinking about that Mogin Avram, which, which talked about if you put the water underneath the Shemen, uh, underneath the Nair, before before you light it, even there he's Mahmeh. Would this be the same? There's what to think about there as well. But it obviously is more makel. It definitely is more makel, especially if you're making, if you're extending the time it's going to be on, then it's obviously even more makel than, than before. Um, if you're planning to make it come on earlier... That we have not spoken about because that's nothing to do with us because that's not kibui. That's gram. Uh, if anything, if you call it gram, but it's mavir, and that um, is, is, is not something we, we have spoken about. I think that would be more of a problem, obviously. But um, we haven't we haven't dealt with that. It's not it's not our, not our sugya. We're only talking about gram kibui, and that brings us to the end of uh, Perak Kira. Hadun aloch Kira.